welcome to Wisen Up. Are you planning to move to Canada? If your answer is yes, then you're at the right spot. I'm your host, Ruju. In this podcast series, we will discover inspirational stories, valuable resources, and tips that will make your moving to Canada journey easier, faster, and better. Hello, hello, and welcome everyone to our podcast today. We have a very special guest with us today. He is a YouTube star. He's got a channel with uh, over 200,000 followers. His uh, views on individual videos, I'm not going to even go into those details. When you go check out his link, you'll know how good he is in helping the new immigrant community get adjusted and integrated with the Canadian society. We have Navjot with us today. We call him Nav. Nav, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks, Nav. I'm happy to be here. And, and Nav, can you just briefly tell our listeners the story of how did you go about starting the YouTube channel and what is the reasoning behind it? Oh, that's okay. We start with that. Okay. So I, I actually um, consider myself uh, good with writing. So I actually wrote the ebooks first of how we moved to Canada. Uh, it was all free and I we put it up on the website and then we distributed it on a few Facebook groups. And those Facebook groups said, oh, who's Pareto Talkies? What's this ebook? And I don't know, you know, where they are coming from. And they just, you know, kicked us out of uh, the groups. And I was like, oh, and I'm a marketeer, right? So I thought we need our own channel or we need our own platform. And then we thought, okay, you know, we are good at speaking. So why not, you know, start our own YouTube channel? So that's, that's how the channel came through. And the reason was simple, even though it started as, you know, we wanted to (laughs) go against those Facebook groups and say, oh, we can create our own channel. We don't need you. It started as uh, that, but the idea was always to reach as many people as possible um, because the eBooks were free. And we just thought that, you know, more people should know about it and more people should understand that they can actually immigrate, you know, without paying consultants and without, I'm not against consultants. It's just that people who take money and then they don't do the stuff that you can actually do it on your own right so it was all about diy um, when it comes to immigration and that's all that's how the youtube channel came through and i love the work that you do we've connected before and i love the passion both you and your wife simran puts into this cause the the money is in the pudding the in the following people love hearing you and look i mean i look forward to the next video coming up every week and what they're up to and following your journey and so before we get into the serious question about Canada and about life in Canada, I thought, you know, let our listeners find out a little bit about the fun side and we call this the fun section. So the first question is, tell us something interesting about you that people might not know when they go on through your you know, online profile or a LinkedIn profile? Okay. I think the biggest thing would be that I am a massive fan of playing squash. I've played that since I was, I don't know, uh, right out of school. And there was a point when I played so much that my doctor actually told me not to play because my one side was building and I was in a stage where, you know, and, you know, it was all disoriented. My body became, you know, a little, um, so he said, oh, you need to go to the gym and you need to do this. And I was very slim then. So I was losing weight a lot. So, but I, yeah, I really love the sport and I actually quit the squash in between for about four or five years. And then I reconnected with it when I moved to Hong Kong. And uh, I have again not playing now because of the pandemic and the courts being closed. But I'm really looking forward to when this pandemic is over and go play squash again. That's brilliant. I mean, I I'm, I play my sports for basketball and soccer, team sports. But I started learning squash after coming to Canada. And my cousins in Hamilton used to go to McMaster. So they okay. have sports there. And so, yeah, that's when I learned squash. It's, a, it's an intense game. 
it's you definitely have to be on your toes all the time. It's uh, and I'm proud to support. So the second quick question: Your favorite movie of all time? I would say Shawshank Redemption. I love that movie. I I just love the brilliance of not just the actor but how it's built and directed. So yeah, that's my favorite. Okay, third question: Favorite sports team? Oh, I, I only watch cricket, so you know, no points for guessing. India is my favorite team, but yeah, I I would love to watch more sports, but I I don't know why I. can't find time to watch tv a lot but yeah uh, yeah cricket is something we know why because <laughs> <laughs> you're a hard working individual and you're very productive with your time question number 4 what keeps you up at night nothing okay. i am i am a very sound sleeper and i know that whatever i do in the day i'm making an impact and whether it's to myself or to others and nothing keeps me up at night okay. very well put now jo you've have seen good days and i'm 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 sure that there might have been times where you've seen not the best days of your life so share us an experience where things didn't go according to the plan and what did you do after that moment that had happened and how did you come out of it so this was a time when i was in hong kong and i was still working in my full time job and we started a business with simran and i was i would say i was a little self consumed in my achievements uh, in a way that i thought i can achieve anything and i thought that you know uh, the moment i start a business i'll hit a million dollars in one year so i was i was coming from that and i, I have a lot of people say that i have a lot, lot of energy and i was just giving my 200% on the business uh, right. not knowing that i can actually lose the money as well so uh, that was that never crossed my mind i always thought that i put in 1 dollar i'll get 2 dollars right and that never works in business and i realized that the hard way there was one year when i was losing i was bleeding almost i bled almost 20 25 30000 dollars even more and that was also the time when um, you know simran was working full time uh, on the business so we were we had a lot of opportunity cost loss there uh, plus i invested in bitcoin at that time which was a very good investment but the exchange right. shut down uh, so i lost all of that so i had a lot of we had a lot of financial loss you know in that one one and a half years it was very easy for us to say call it quits and you know whatever right but us being us uh, I, i was still consumed into my achievement but this time i was smarter uh, and we thought that we'll have to pivot and we had the right guidance at that time and i'm kind of person that would listen to feedback always even though i'm always almost consumed into my achievements but i would al- always listen to other people and what they are saying and this time the consumers were asking us to pivot and that's when we pivoted at our business and we just came out of that and we turned it around in one year in 18 months we were able to sell the business so yeah things whenever you know they are looking down they'll always go up and that's what we learned uh, from that one one and a half years of financial loss wow this is this is just unbelievable you know you went and you kept going and you know you made it happen so that's that's pretty awesome uh, so now before we go into a little bit more serious stuff i just want to start with why canada why not us or uk why canada what was the main motivation behind coming here uh, look so we always and simran always used to tell me that you know uh, we'll make a home and you know we'll do this with our home and we'll do that with our home and at that time i was uh, like you know i i want to travel the world and i want to you know do this and that and i don't want to settle in one place and i i was always like okay we'll make a home and we have the money to do that but where do we do that mm-hmm. uh, because yes 
traveling all the time and i wanted to be the ceo of the company that i was working with so i was like okay you know there's no settling down and then you know uh, with our business and we were working together and there was a point and i i can't point when uh, when we thought that it's time to settle down and canada was one country and is one country which is very very it embraces immigration uh, and it's not as hard it's getting difficult now but it's not ha- as hard at, as it is you know in other countries to immigrate and it's close to north america i always wanted to do business and uh, i would have wanted to youtube was not in picture then right so right. we didn't know that we'll do this but i always wanted to be close to north america because that's where the action is and um, yeah us was not that easy to immigrate so we thought why not canada so yeah that's that's what brought us here we are lucky to have you here <laughs> I so just this could be off topic but I just want to say I'm a very big fan of your YouTube channel okay I every time the notification comes in I'm like I got to watch this oh, wow. <laughs> so well so done <laughs> All right so, so uh like you know just we talked about right you learn from your experiences and now you are an entrepreneur yourself so for our listeners for myself how does one become an entrepreneur like what kind of skill set qualifications or even experiences needed for one to become successful in this role i won't say you need any qualifications for it uh, all you need is a lot of perseverance and self belief you need to take risks it's very difficult for people to jump into entrepreneurship but there has to be a time and it's it has to be as early as possible in life is what i feel uh, there'll never be a good time to leave a job i was in my job for 9 years and it took me 9 years to take that plunge and um, that doesn't mean that you have to take that plunge when you are not ready for it what i'm trying to say is it has it can be a side hustle i never say that you know people should just jump into entrepreneurship without plan b that's not how i roll uh, i would take it slow and i would build it as a side hustle Uh, if you are building a business and once you think that you are just ready to launch and uh, if you put if you are putting in 10 hours a week if you put in 20 hours a week your revenue can grow x times right. uh, that's when you actually take the plunge so i would say a lot of perseverance and grit and uh, self belief is what you need to be yeah to come into entrepreneurship very well put <laughs> so so based on your experience right you have you have worked here as well so based on your experience how is job search in canada are different than other countries like what kind of differences do you find it here i don't think it's very different you need the same ingredients when it comes to jobs you need to network very well right. uh, now in india when you know because it's been your home home country you just know a lot of people and that's why uh, it feels like you are not networking but you are already networked in that country when you move to a new country it's just so new and you don't know a lot of people and whoever people you know they are not very close right so you need to rebuild those connections uh, so i think networking is key when you are moving to canada or any other country for that matter and, and that's as important you know uh, it is in canada uh, the other thing is uh, i i i i think linkedin for some reason is much more important and much more used by recruiters when we talk to recruiters so linkedin and people skip that you know they don't post a lot and people don't you know uh, are are not active and one of my mentors actually said that if you are spending more time when you are moving to canada and he is in canada so he said that when you are moving to canada and if you are spending more time on instagram than on linkedin you are doing something wrong and yeah if you are searching your first job linkedin should be on top of your you know apps that you're using on your phone. So, uh, I think these two things networking and the use of LinkedIn uh, in a more efficient way, not just for finding jobs but to meet more people, are the two things that I feel is are very important. 
And anything from expectations perspective, like does the employer here in Canada expect different sort of behaviors from you or job role responsibility? Is there any differences like that between Canada and other countries? I won't say it's different. It's always good to have empathy. And I think in Canada, employers would look at it a little more because, and I'll give you an example. So a lot of people that we talk to in Canada, and that's something that we don't have experience with. A lot of people who are CEOs now, you know, in Canadian companies or in you know global companies in Canada they were students at one time and they uh, were earning uh, working in Tim Hortons and Starbucks so they developed empathy towards people who are working you know in those roles in you know we call it you know survival jobs right so they developed that empathy as way of life mm-hmm. but when we come from India we don't have that we we are actually in uh, I'm sorry to say that, but we actually look down upon a few professions, right. uh, which they won't. And it's very important to realize uh, that we need to show empathy towards everyone, irrespective of what jobs they do, because you are able to spend time on something because someone else is doing the job that you would have would do otherwise. Uh, I think empathy is a big behavioral trait. Uh, that you need when you come to Canada. Um, that's something that you can develop. It's not something that you you know are born with. But I think it's important to realize that people here have been brought up like that because right. they have worked in jobs that you feel are beneath you and it's not. So I think that's one very big behavioral trait I would say you need yeah. when you come here. Absolutely. And that's one thing I think I appreciate the most about Canada. They look at everybody with the same respect, right? Like wherever you're working, whatever you're doing, it's it's always the same respect. And I really appreciate that. So thank you for sharing that. Now coming to students, you talked about students a little bit. So what should students who are, you know, planning to apply to Canadian programs should keep in mind? Uh, Are there any scholarship or grant that they are eligible for any communities or organizations that they should join when they come here? I, I don't know if there are any grants. I know that there are grants like OSAP and, you know, stuff like that uh, in Ontario. But um, if I am correct, that's for only for people who are on permanent, who are permanent residents. Right. Uh, so you can't be an international student and apply to those grants. Um, but I think the biggest thing that as a student, an international student coming here, it's a lot of people do education or get into education to get PR, mm-hmm. uh, but that should not be the motive. The motive should be to learn, to have those experiences that you could not have in your home country uh, because the education system in Canada is very application-based. You know, you should, you should join colleges uh, only to learn and experience and it's the best time to network because if you're doing two years, four years, three years, whatever college time that you spend, uh, you actually, you know, automatically make a network uh, for yourself through your peers or through your, you know, uh, faculty or you know through the people that you meet so I think it's very important that you open yourself up when you come to Canada as a student and it's an excellent opportunity to build an automatic network of two three years uh, through the you know people that you meet here so I think that's really really important I can't agree more thank you so now we've come to the uh, end almost two last questions of our podcast and this is the takeaway section where you know people look at what they can learn from our stories and what our experiences collective experience has been so you've worked as an entrepreneur and you also have a full-time job with walmart in the marketing department and you've learned from both these places and compare that with your experiences in other parts of the world india hong kong and other places mm-hmm. So what insights do you have for new immigrants 
wanting to move to Canada, including say, I mean, you covered students, but anybody wanting to come here and start a business, looking for a new job, you know, any specific tools or forums or groups that you think that would help them. Obviously your channel is doing a lot of good work. You've got your app, you've got the weekend job accelerator where you're actually training them on uh, conducting job workshops. But other than that, anything, any other courses, any other certifications that you think will help them, you know, make the right choices, because I think the game changer is always getting the right advice, the right insights at the right time. So from your experience, what can you share with them? I would not say taking a plunge from your job to entrepreneurship in general in life. I think it's important. And I think that's very important. It has been very important for me is uh, reading a lot of self-learning. It's not about reading books. It's about, you know, I'm a massive fan of Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, even though he is arrogant as shit, right? So, uh, but but I but I love him because he has achieved you know uh, stuff in his life and he has earned the right to be arrogant. So I follow a lot of stuff. I consume a lot of social media, whether it's books or anything, when it comes to self learning, and that actually helps you. Uh, succeed, whether it's making more money, investing the right way, saving the right way, you know, whether it's being smart with money or with life or with entrepreneurship, I just consume a lot of self-help. And then, you know, not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. Some people would just want to grow in their, you know, respective jobs and that's completely fine. But even for that, you need to be a good team player. You need to be a good leader. And those traits are also very important, not just in your, when you are running a business, but also when you are uh, trying to grow in your profession. So, uh, I think it's all about self-help and it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to reach out to people. Ron reached out and we talked and it's it just increases your learning when you talk to a lot of people who are smarter than you. And that's what you should always be looking you know, looking for. Awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Gary Vee too. And I think he's uh, toned down his uh, style a little bit and he's kind of extending the olive branch. But yes, he has a lot of insights to, to share from real life experience because he started really young helping with his parents' business. Absolutely. So when it comes to, and this is, I, mean, I think this is more of a personal question. When you're stuck, say in business, like let's say a case like, okay, not enough people downloading your ebook or not enough uh, email subscriptions or any kind of challenge that you get when you get stuck and you were talking about you read a lot and you you actually learn a lot from social media content. How do you improve on that? What's what's your strategy when you when you find that things are not going according to plan when it comes there's, to there's, Trust me, there's no strategy. You just ask the consumer. In this case, I just asked my audience, okay, my videos are not working. Tell me what, what am I doing wrong? When I was working with Stamplet and the B2C model was not working, I just asked because we had a platform with even if, if there were hundred consumers on that, right? So we just asked them, okay, what do you want more? We just, yeah, you just ask. You don't have to do anything different. You don't have to plan. You don't have to do the pros and cons. You just ask your consumer, what do you want? And we can change. The beauty of a startup is that they can pivot very fast. And it's important that they pivot and not bleed more money. It's important to make money in a business. That's something I, I I was sucked into the glamour of this startup world and raising investments very quickly. And I realized that I was wasting a lot of time. And it's important to, you know, earn money if you are starting a startup from day one. And that's where you'll get all the investment if you do that. Uh, So to answer your question, if you are stuck anywhere and your product is not working, ask your consumer, what do they need? What other better platform to ask, right? Then just go to your customers and just what's wrong with me? What's wrong with my channel? You guys tell me and we'll correct it. That's amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the last question for our podcast today, your final words of wisdom for anyone who's wishing to move to Canada. Ah, don't be afraid to start a new life. You are, you know, just, just embrace that. You don't have to be worried about whether you will get the same role or not. You know, don't worry about that. You are making a massive 
massive decision of changing your life turning it around and it's okay to be to not be okay uh, for the first year or so uh, it's okay to struggle it will just you know help you gain that experience that you would have not gained in your earlier life and um, yeah just just be okay with that and embrace it and embrace the change and uh, i'm sure things will start going up and just stay positive thank you so much now thank you for your time and i'm sure that our listeners have a lot of takeaways over there as always you're to the point you're precise with your words and like your linkedin profile says you can you can uh, convey any information within five slides and i love it and i love that approach yeah. thank you very much for being with us today yeah. yeah thank you so much for having me thank you naujo i came across your youtube channel through my friend mm-hmm. right and i was just like wanted to learn from youtubers and see how they communicate and when i came to your youtube channel i felt very personal i felt like you one of us mm-hmm. right the way you are communicating the style and you and your wife simran very bubbly and very Thank energetic you. and very excited and your passion shows in your work and as ron said as you are always to the point that's pretty awesome your information that you provide within those videos are also amazing and i just i just love you guys thank you so much thank you so much <laughs> so keep doing what you guys are doing it's helping everybody it's definitely going to help our listeners as well so thank you for that thank you so much rajesh they they were very kind words and yeah thank you so much for Really appreciate it. Give give our love to Simran also. Absolutely. Yes, please. Absolutely. <laughs> and say say her that I like her more than I like you. Okay. <laughs> Everyone says that. <laughs> Not just you. Not just me. Eh? All right, guys. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. I hope you found this podcast useful. Why don't you tell us any specific questions you have about Canada in the comment section below? If you are an immigrant. and would like to share your story with us please email us at support@wisenup.ca thanks so much for tuning in listeners i'm your host ruju and this is the wisenup podcast series